right, and I think we'll mix with the rant. If they're at Brooke Mays, music. On the Nothing ticket. says St. Patty's Day like Brooke Mays in Arlington. Exactly. <laughs> is it today St. Patty's Day? No, no it's but Friday. But it's the big Dallas, celebration. Dallas celebrates it the Saturday prior. So. Ah, very nice. So I think it's great that, you know, I guess the two biggest days for Greenville Avenue is one is St. Patty's Day and the second is White Rock Marathon, right? Those neighborhoods? Probably, those yeah. Those are the two big ones? Yeah. Yeah, this is when they close down Upper and Lower Greenville, right? Yeah, they close down Upper for the parade in the morning and Lower for the block party in the afternoon. And boy, Dave and I have had some fun times. Yes, I have. And and no, so. Now, normally we're usually on the top of Stan's Blue Note broadcasting. The legendary Stan's Blue Note. Are you under it? No, we're at, we're, we're at Brook Mays in Arlington. Oh. <laughs> uh, but this is the place where the ticket is celebrating St. Patty's Day. So come by here, Brooke Mays in Arlington. We're at Collins and 20. Correct? 157-Collins and 20. Right. But now, if we were at St. Patty's Day on top of stands, you're right. We would be making fun of people. You know what? I wouldn't be opposed to trying brownies like that. I've never had them. I like, you know, I'm into culinary things. It's not culinary. Oh. Should we discuss the, um, we need to break? Was that a St. Patty's Day flashback? Yeah, this is where we went to, <laughs> hey, didn't know we went to break. Let's get into the Atlanta shooting. The, court house, the courthouse yes. shooting? What do you mean, get into it? Like, start buying the memorabilia and start going to see it all the time? <laughs> I was there. This is an opening <laughs> show montage. Interesting. <laughs> all right, yes, uh, we had a, a crazy incident that happened in Atlanta, and uh, Corby wants to talk about it. Because he loves... Because he's a huge fan of death. Yes. Next. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? Painful sounding laugh. <laughs> it did hurt. Oh, hi. You smiling at us? Oh, hey, look at you. Yeah. yeah. Hot, You're short little spitfire. Not yeah. you. No. Oh, do it. Do it. Yeah, that's... Sorry. Are we yeah, done? I've seen yes. cow udders before. Yeah. Come on. We're still on. Are oh, we done? Okay. Well, really? Well, yeah, stop I, it. We're done. We'll do Turn, that. Pull us down. Go to break, Jason. He's already in break. He just didn't send it to us. Hey, coming up Sunday on the Mark Elton <laughs> That was show. a magical moment from last year, was it? Yes. When we thought we were in break and we weren't, and we're talking about some girl's Bye, cow udders. <laughs> so embarrassing. Yeah, for some reason, um, it's it's almost Mardi Gras-esque because there are the St. Patty's Day beads and girls do get a little worked up down there from time to time. And that's great. See, Dallas needs something like that. How long have they been doing this on Greenville Avenue in Dallas? I don't know. As long as I've been in Dallas, at least 10 years, so yeah. probably 15, 20 I for guess, some reason, I don't remember it when I was younger. It the, just seems did like the T-Box bail on us? Did they think that... No, they're still here. You're still there, aren't you guys? No, I think they thought we were having technical difficulties. They didn't get that that was a St. Patty's Day flashback. Oh. Because they were, like, talking over it and stuff. Well, hey, here's the promo crew. So long, T-Box. Nope. Don't call them out, dude. Come Whoops. on. Sorry. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, did they only get serious about it in the past few years or something? The St. Patty's Day thing? I think it's just it's just grown exponentially. It, it just gets more organized and bigger every year. More people show up. And it's gotten to the point now, I guess, the last couple of years, that they have to cut it off. That there's, uh, you know, I they guess... They bring in the cavalry. Well, there's like, a, I guess, a, you know, fire, mar fire, mar fire marshal uh, 
you know, regulations to how many people they could pack in that block, and they start doing one in, one out. Towards really? The end of the day. I think they do, yeah. How can there be fire marshal in an open, I mean... Well, I mean, they fence off the entire, you know, two-block area or whatever Yeah, but if a fire breaks out, people can just knock over the little orange mesh well, I don't know. I don't know if it's... down the street. I don't, know if I don't know if it's something that is, uh, you know comes from the fire marshal or if it's from the police, their crowd controls, you know, for, for whatever reason, they want to limit the number of people that are in there. It gets crazy packed. Mm-hmm. I mean, to the point where it's too claustrophobic for me and I have to leave. I like it earlier in the day when you can move around and actually get a beer. So when's it bad? You and I were there during night one time and it wasn't incredibly crowded. No. But, you know, they, they do the thing where they... Uh, they clear the street, you know, and they reopen it to traffic like around 6 or 7. And everyone kind of disperses and goes to bars elsewhere or but house parties or whatever. Don't you think they should make it a pedestrian zone throughout the night, too? It would be cool if they did, but I guess, I don't know, for whatever reason, they don't. Hmm. But I'm going to be at the uh, Dubliner. Hey! It's not called the Dubliner. Although, one particular Chris Chris was overheard calling it that to his buddies one time, which made me and a bunch of my friends roll our eyes. On, our, on his hey cell dude, phone? we're heading over to the Dubliner. Oh. <laughs> vomit. I love Chris Chris's. All right. Uh, yeah. So, speaking of Dubliner, what, weren't you and I drunk there one time before? Probably. One of the drunkest I've ever seen Craig Miller was at the Dubliner. And he was fine. And then all of a sudden he passed go. And it was when I said, hey, listen, I'm going to go to the restroom. So I get up and go over and get in the line to get to, for the restroom. And I look back at Craig, and all of a sudden, he's sitting at himself by the table, dying laughing. And he's got a big <laughs> old grin on his face. And he looks at me, and he starts, he sticks both middle fingers up, starts flipping me off, and he's just twirling around. And he just lost it all of a sudden. He got blasted. He's like a Downs child, just... I'm sorry. Happy with life and I'm sorry. So yes, happy St. Patty's Day. I think I think one of the drunkest I've ever been was at the Dubliner. Because I was there with some people one night and we decided to do <clears throat> every shot that you drop a shot into a beer, you know, like a Jaeger bomb and a uh -huh. car bomb, all the different bomb shots. I think there are like four or five of them that they make there. So you had a drinking theme. Yeah, we were doing all the bombs. Uh-huh. And yeah, it uh, it worked. It certainly worked. Why is it that we love to just get in just as oblivious as we can? <laughs> we just try to just stone ourselves into the Stone Age. Just forget what miserable lives we've just, created just for ourselves. Just try to forget who we are. We hate ourselves so much. Just allow me to not be me for just a small little sliver of time. It's fun to forget, Gordon. <laughs> it is. <laughs> All right, so the big plans today. We're going to be here at Brook Mays, and Brook Mays has a lot of things going on here. Brook Mays in Arlington, Cooper at I-20. Register win ticket t-shirts. we got gift certificates to Hofbrau Steaks. We're giving away, are we giving away this uh, Squire SE100 electric guitar? Mm. You, uh, the winner will be drawn at 1145. You must be present to win. So get here to Brook Mays if you ever want an electric guitar. What's, try to get one for the, free uh, here at Brook retail Mays. on that particular guitar? Do it know? doesn't say here. 
But it says you can come to Brook Mays for all your musical needs. New Good. instruments, rentals, repairs. I see a lot of instruments in this place. Yeah, look at all these pianos. You know, last time I was here, I was talking about getting a piano. I now have a piano in my home. Did you get it from Brooks Mays? No, I didn't, David. Did you get I a got uh, vintage one? I guess you could say it's vintage. It was 1970. Where'd you find it? was it? made. I found it at my sister's house. It was the piano I grew up playing. And my mom had given it to my sister. And my sister was moving, didn't need it anymore. So I got it. I had them take it to the shop and rework it all and get it in nice condition. Did you do anything, like, to the finish? No. Was it beat up at all, or it just needed to be tuned? No, the, the cabinet was all right. It just needed to be tuned and uh, needed to be repinned. Do they have to restring it? No. You don't restring them. Strings can last a long, long time. Yeah. I guess at some point you'd have to restring it, but this didn't need to be restrung. Hmm. And it was weird. The piano was a lot smaller than I remembered it. It's just a little spinet. It's a little bit short, short piano. But I was a kid when I was playing it, so... So have you been, bigger. like, uh, had, like, all-in-the-family type moments? Yeah. All yeah here's, here's a little bit of me playing. <laughs> oh, you're good. Thank you. I'm going to be staying there all year, so you can always come by and see me playing. You've got a lot of soul. You really do. I had a guy once... There's me kind of talking <laughs> beginning of the song. <laughs> no, but I'm going to take piano lessons. What do you think about that? Think that's going to gain? No. Hey. It's never too late to learn an instrument. Man, I look forward to it. Because I was sitting down there playing, you know, one of my three songs. Uh, the Entertainer. The Entertainer, Let It Be, and Faithfully. And uh, my girlfriend broke out her violin. You can hear her. I taped a little bit of her playing here. <laughs> what a lovely duet. <laughs> I never would have thought to put those two things together, but... Well, it's the only two songs we knew how to play. So it has, if we're going to do a duet, it has to be those songs. So, yeah, and, and I just... its The piano just sounded so pretty... But I was frustrated because I can't play a bunch of different things. I don't know a bunch of songs. I can play, you know, chords and stuff like that and sing songs, but I want to know how to actually so when, when you pick take, out melodies. When you take lessons, are you going to try and learn, like, theory and, and stuff like that, or are you going to just try and learn different songs? I'm going to take a Rachmaninoff speed course. <laughs> I want to go straight to playing the hardest, most difficult stuff. Can you read music? You know what? I... I, I guess I somewhat can. I'd forgotten that I knew how to until I looked at the piano bench and got out some sheet music, started looking at it, and I go, oh, yeah, I did learn how to do this at one time. Because I guess a lot of uh, quote-unquote rock musicians are just, they, you know, learn by playing, by practicing. Yeah. They never learn to read sheet music at all. Right. I could not, like, if you set down a piece of sheet music in front of me, I could pick through it, but there's no way I could read it, you know, fluently and then convert it into my hands tinkling on the keys. Have you ever had sex on pot? Answer the question, David. <clears throat> um, how recently are you asking? Well, I, the, the way the question's worded, it means at any point in your life. Um, probably. I don't know. Maybe. When was the last time you were drunk? Last night. When was the last time you smoked out? 
Oh, gosh. When did I get out of rehab? Um, that, that was when? When you celebrated? <laughs> yeah. You celebrated a job well done in rehab? <laughs> All right. Coming up next, the beginning of the end of the rant. What? Ten seventeen Sports Radio 1310, The Ticket. You're listening to The Rant from Brook Mays in Arlington. We're at, we're at, we're at Cooper and I-20 in Arlington. Come by here at Brook Mays. Anything you need musically, if you need a piano, if you need a guitar, violin, they have all these things for sale and rental. Yep. So that's pretty neat. And if you want to actually find us, it's kind of we're kind of tucked in the corner, but we're on the south uh, west side by the Sports Authority. And the Hobby Lobby, too. Yeah, and the, the Hobby, Hobby Lobby. Lobby. Remember, it was, um, it was right here, this location, where we talked to TJ, our Lebanese yes. friend, and learned so much about Lebanon. And we learned that they don't have Hobby Lobbies in Lebanon. That's right. That's why he moved here. <laughs> you know, that was a segment that I actually played on the morning show later on. Yeah, I think I heard that, that replay. Always fun. All right. The beginning of the end of the rant. Is yeah. this our last show or not? What's the story? It's not up to me. It's not up to me. I know that we're off the next two weeks. If it is to be, it's up to me. You never heard that? <clears throat> the next two weeks we are off because you are on vacation officially. The morning show, I guess, is all on vacation next week. Is that yes, correct? Yes, that just is you? correct. Okay, all so so you're on vacation next Saturday, and I'm going to South by Southwest next week, so I'm not going to be here on Saturday. And then we wanted to... No, wait, why do you want to go to South by Southwest? Isn't that a cluster? It's kind of a cluster, but, you know, I'm going to try and make it work. Who are you staying with? I don't know. Huh. I don't have any idea. Why, aren't you, why didn't you invite me? I'm on vacation. You can come with me if you want. I thought you wanted to go somewhere more exotic. Like where? I don't know. Eastern Europe? Yeah. So... Am I... And then the... Uh, the good sex tourism. They What? What? And then on the 25th, they already had Ben and Skin scheduled at a uh, car dealership, and they couldn't change that. So Okay, that's what I don't understand. Why couldn't we just do the car dealership thing? Don't you have a car deal? Wouldn't it be a Not conflict anymore. or something? I don't know. Well, they said, well, I got an email that said that Ben and Skin are doing the next two Saturdays. Uh -huh. so, so this is our last one. Well, wow, yeah, because okay. you said that March was it, so I guess this is the last rant ever. All right, so maybe we'll extend it through April. But the end of April, that is it. That is really that it. Is, uh, anything after that is right out. <laughs> so this is our last one for a while. All right, so much to get into, David. Yes, sir. From here at Brook Mays in Arlington. First of all, did you see all the stuff? I did, man. Wow. Wasn't it also here at this Brook Maze that we did our year-end review? It was, yeah. You played that, too. Oh, what was it? A through Z, 2005? Yeah, but A we only Z. got to D. And none of the letters were matching up, so we stopped. D was the hurricane. <laughs> you know, speaking of the hurricane, that's one of the places I'm thinking of going. Checking out what's up with New yeah, Orleans? if I don't get a plane somewhere, I'm thinking about taking a car and driving our great American South. Really? Heading through New Orleans. Getting a car? <clears throat> like renting a car no, that I you have can a car. trash out? I'm sorry, I have a car. Taking my car. Mm. Just solo? You in the open road? That's right. 
and a carton of Marlboros? Well, I don't smoke, but yeah. Yeah, and going through and seeing the, what Katrina did down there, New Orleans, the Mississippi Gulf Coast. Be kind of morbid. Head over into Alabama, get to Georgia. What's her to do in Georgia? Where should I go? I have no idea. I went. I drove through Georgia with, unlike my parents, when I was in late elementary school. You know, probably like fourth grade, fifth grade, something like that. Uh huh. My parents went on the road trip kick, and so one year we went out and went west and went to the Grand Canyon and all that stuff, and then the next year we went east. And went, you know, through the south and up the Atlantic coast and beatings. I, you know, I kind of agree with you. There's too much downtime in car trips. Yeah. And that was before, like, you know, little handheld video games and uh -huh. iPods and stuff. I mean, I had, you know, my cassette tapes and a book of Reader's Digest jokes. That was what I was reading. Uh, maybe like a Sports Illustrated Junior or something. I don't know. How many siblings were with you on these my trips? My two sisters. God, we hated each other by the end of that trip. I think my youngest sister was in tears every day. Every day. And your dad declaring from the front seat that you're going to have fun? Yeah. This is fun, damn it. And then every What kind of vehicle are you in? We were in a uh, Toyota minivan. And, uh, and this... And, I think we all piled in, you know, the one hotel room at the Econo Lodge, you know, because we were, we were on a tight budget. You know, the mileage was calculated, and my dad knew exactly where every gas station was. Oh, my gosh. What a beating. <laughs> yeah, it was down to a science. And so you went uh, on these, there were only two road trips? Yeah, just two. That's all we could take. See, and we used to do this when I was a kid, too. We would take a yearly road trip and I, you know I, all I remember I know we stopped in Atlanta I know we stopped in, a, in you know uh, maybe like Vicksburg something I don't know but we, we did stop and do a lot of the Civil War type you know sightseeing stuff did that mean a lot to you? no I mean I, I guess I took pictures of cannons with my little disposable camera but didn't really with your Kodak disc camera? yeah gosh didn't really mean a whole lot we went to Missouri one year, Washington, D.C. one year, went to Mexico one year. How was that? Did your dad take you to a donkey show? Yes. And it was the most shocking thing I'd ever seen. Son, I, I only... want you to learn about the birds and the bees and the donkeys. I was five. <laughs> Smuggled you in under his trench coat. <laughs> right. Uh, but I'm trying to think of that. That may have been all we took. Those three, or those are the ones I can. Only, those are the ones I remember. Yeah, they're just bad ideas. Families have enough bonding at home; they don't need to be put in a prison in a, cell, a moving yeah. prison cell. They don't have to be trapped in a car for twelve to eighteen hours a day as your dad's trying to make the next city. I know we can make it. See, but I get that way. When I'm driving by myself, I like want to push it. Well, yeah, because you're by yourself. No, I, I, I guess I would, even if I had family in the car, I would still want to push it. I wouldn't want to stop every, because if you stop every hour, I mean, if you stop once, oh, you'll, you'll end never up stopping get every hour. You'll never get anywhere. Yeah, I don't mind. 
I don't mind the road trip. I like the road trip, but road trip with family, that's just too much family. My goal is to rub one out in every original Old South state. My goal is to rub one out in every original Old South pancake house. Nobody ever makes that sound. It's 1025 on the ticket. Look at me. 1033 Sports Radio 1310, the ticket. You're listening to the rant. Last rant of March. We're at Brook Mays in Arlington at uh, 4636 South Cooper at I-20. Right by the Hobby Lobby. We got a couple of nice hot ticket chicks for your viewing, and they will assist you in getting signed up for our electric guitar giveaway. Must be present to win. 11.45 today, we're giving away a Squire SE100 electric guitar. I I see that that has a retail value of uh, $199.99. There you go. 200 bucks. It's kind of like the... uh, starter kit. If you always wanted to play guitar, that's kind of where you need to start. And then you always wanted to play guitar. Yeah, and I kind of gave up on it. You had one for a while, didn't you? I still have an acoustic, but I rarely ever pick it up. Well, didn't you have an electric at one time? Yeah. And, and what'd I, you do with that? I sold it on eBay because I really needed money. Oh. I'm sorry to hear about that, Dave. How yeah. are you doing now? you doing better? A little better, yeah. Just a little. Okay. But yeah, I, I still just know like, I know like one song, and I know like five chords. See, the trick to that whole business is you learn about four songs really, really well, and that's it. And then when you go to the party, and everyone's drinking, there's a guitar there, you pick it up, you wow the entire crowd. Then they then want the, more. Then the girls, like, no, will be, no. the girls will be like, hey, will you play some more? And you say, nah, you know, I don't really want to. And then you get them another drink, and then you look like the reluctant genius. Uh-huh. It's a great character to play. <laughs> Dave. I see you've worked that before. Do you, uh, oh, yeah. I can work. That's why I know three songs on piano. <laughs> and I can play a couple songs on drums, too. So I can sit down in a drum kit and play a little bit, and then, nah, I don't want to play anymore. <laughs> it's so cheap. You like Bangkok? Um, you ever been there? Oh, there. No. Yeah. Okay. For some reason, this story comes to us from Bangkok. I had a guy once. This Australian yacht woman. She looked like a yacht? I don't know. I should wait till the kids clear out. Yeah. Have we lost our speaker? I think we've lost our speaker. Dominique Cortiel. 57-year-old mother of four. She drank her own urine to survive for five days at sea without food or water. Mm. I thought that that was poisonous. That's what I did, too, but she's sitting out there in the middle of the ocean arcing it up. <laughs> Doing headstands in a raft. Looked like a one of those little dancing water parks. Yeah. The water jumping over. Or maybe just letting it trickle down her belly and just okay, lapping it Dave, up. Okay, thank you. She, uh, this is an actual news story. She says, I swam, I swim and hold the boat in the day to avoid the sun. So she had a boat, but she would 
I guess, lower herself into the water and just hang off the side. Yeah, the so day. she wouldn't get sunburned. Right. And she said that she would drink her own evil. She had been living on her yacht at the P-H-U-K-E-T Marina. We'll call it Phuket. But I think it's pronounced... The ultimate of give-ups? Yeah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> She'd been living on her yacht in the Phuket Marina for the past 18 months. How can, the, how can Thailand get away with Bangkok and Phuket? I don't know. I don't know. It's the big joke that they play on the West. They name all this stuff really uncomfortable things for us. <laughs> So she was rowing back to her yacht after a night ashore. And uh, her friends thought she ended up drowning because they never found her dinghy. It never made it back to her yacht. Well, she was swimming. I mean, sorry, she was rowing back to her yacht when the current was so strong that it carried her away from her yacht. She couldn't row against it. And she just got blown out into the middle of the ocean? Right. And immediately started siphoning <laughs> her own drurin. <laughs> That's what I would do. I got lost in Ikea the other week and started drinking that. Just snaked a tube down the urethra and just started tugging on it like a straw. Yeah, like it was, like it was a beer cap, you know? <laughs> just an endless loop. Yeah. <laughs> just, gotta, just threaded a silly straw. <laughs> yeah, with all the twists in it. Yeah, you know, to make it fun for the kids. All the kids at Ikea got a big kick out of it. How, ma how many silly straws would you have to string together to reach from there to there? <laughs> oh, probably about uh, With me? With my endowment? Uh, just one will do it. Yeah. Eight! Yep. <laughs> she said she tried to wave an oar to attract the attention of passing ships, but they didn't spot her until five days. She had... <laughs> they were probably just watching her drink her own urine <laughs> know, with the going, binoculars. Man, we ain't picking her up. That's disgusting. <laughs> Who wants to pick up urine woman? <laughs> <laughs> leave that one alone. Yeah, they just filmed an impact and then went on. <laughs> Why are you crying? Because it's funny. I, I've never known people that cry when something's funny like you do. You always, your eyes get red and you tear, tear up. up. Why? It's emotional. It's so beautiful. It's so beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, they. This is weird. Oh, just this part. Oh, no, no, no. This is odd to me. She was carried further and further out to sea until a fishing boat spotted her on Monday. She then used a mobile phone to call friends who reported her missing. Oh, the mobile phone was on the boat that picked her up. <laughs> she just realized I thought she had she a mobile had phone the whole time. <laughs> That's weird. Well, so, good for her to get back to her yacht at Phuket. So, if she's 57, doesn't it ever occur to her, look, I ain't drinking the gurin of a 57-year-old woman. You know, like if it was a, a hot 18-year-old. Right. That's but didn't it occur to this woman, look, I'm not opposed to drinking it. But I ain't drinking it for a 57-year-old woman. So you, you, the moral of the story is if you have a dinghy, you should have it fully stocked with 18-year-old female urine. Right. Just in case you just get blown out to sea. Just in case you get sea. blown out to sea, you've got to have, you should have 
younger Gurren available. He could probably get that very easily in Bangkok. What a dumbass he is. You think so? I'm sure there's lots of golden things going on there. All women are dumb. Have you ever thought how, we talked about this on the morning show this week, would you be a good survivalist? No. I'm fascinated by that show. I haven't seen it yet, but I've seen the uh, promos for Survivor Man. Yeah. I'm fascinated by it as well. I think every guy is. How well would I survive in the wild? Yeah, I, I mean, it would take probably a week to actually die, but I'm sure I would eventually die. Would you do anything to try to keep from dying, or would you just... Oh, yeah. As soon as your flask of 18-year-old Gurren is gone, you're done. <laughs> no, I mean, I would try and build shelter and... Would you, know, you try, try to and ration it out and just take a few sips a day? <laughs> just a couple drops. <laughs> yeah. Hold it way up. Yeah, I have an eyedropper. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, I would try and locate a source of water and, uh, you know, build some shelter. But I wouldn't know what to do. I probably couldn't successfully build a fire without a lighter. You don't think you could build a fire? It's pretty hard. I mean, I was in Boy Scouts, and I, I'm sure I probably did it then, but it, it's hard. Why don't we do this? Since I have a week off, let's go out in the wild and see how, if we can survive. All right. See how long it would take us before we just make love to each other. <laughs> is that what the ultimate give-up is? That's your last grasp at humanity? Turning gay? Absolutely. Yeah, I predict that you and I would go out in the middle of nowhere, we'd get lost, we'd immediately, you would cry because it's so beautiful that we're lost, and I think by that afternoon we would have made love, because we already knew that we're going to die, and then... We we, we wanted to pack in as much gay sex before our deaths as possible. Absolutely. And then, if in the unfortunate event that we're rescued after that... We would completely deny it. We'd beat the heck out of each other. We'd start labeling each other a liar before the other one ever opened his mouth. It'd be so uncomfortable. Well, you remember the famous Angel of the Sea story? Yeah. She uh, was nursing an infant, and she ended up nursing the whole lifeboat. lifeboat. Everyone in the lifeboat, she nursed them to keep them alive, including her own sister. Uh, how did she keep producing if she didn't have any sustenance herself? I think that they kept giving her the sustenance where they could have the milk. They thought that apparently was a good she was trade. Hot. Yeah, apparently she was hot. You know Craig Miller's idea that we should sell human breast milk and it should be rated A to D based mm-hmm. on the hotness of the woman that gave it. <laughs> Not a bad idea. I think that was in a uh, Chappelle's show. Was sketch, it really? That he was like, uh, they did a spoof on making the band or whatever, that uh, Puff Daddy show. Uh-huh. And uh, he, you know, uh, Chappelle was Puff Daddy, and one of the missions he had the, you know, band wannabes go on was to, you know, go to Harlem and get him breast milk from a Loatian hooker or something. Uh, that's weird. Yeah. You know, they also use dressed milk for cancer patients now. 
Really? Yeah, there's, it's like some experimental technique they're using now. Like the nurse comes in and slowly unbuttons? I don't think it's a real seductive act, David. They don't have to seduce the cancer patient wanting it. <laughs> Weirdo. I just like the visual of the hot lactating nurse. With a cancer patient attached to her bosom? Uh, Doesn't uh, that kind of ruin it for you a little bit, Dave? How far along are they? Coming up next, I apologize, by the way, for David's comments. Coming up next, the story of the woman versus the bed bugs. It's 852 Sports Radio 1310 The Ticket. You're listening to The Rant, Sports Radio 1310 The Ticket. You're listening to The Rant, Sports Radio 1310 The Ticket. You're listening to The Rant with Davey Lane, Gordon Keith. We are known as The Rant. Why do we still have a Christmas guys guys? Don't worry about it. It's weird. We just came out with our new one, or at least we just turned in our articles for the next one. I don't know when they'll come out with it. All right, we are at Brooknays in Arlington, I-20 and Cooper. Stop by and see us. We'll be here until noon. We are about uh, 50 minutes away or so from giving away that Squire guitar. If you want an electric guitar, we're giving away for free. And you must be present to win. There's not so many people here right now, so... No, you have a really good chance of winning that guitar if you show up. That's right. There's something else we like to do for the P1s to make them happy. You ever been bitten by a bed bug? Not that I know of. Everyone heard, hears that phrase, Yeah, right? don't let the bed, bed bugs bite. What is it? Uh, close your eyes, sleep tight, don't let the bed bugs bite? Yeah. Something like that? I, I've never really understood. Or close your eyes, this will hurt for just a little while. Remember that one, too? Is that what you said? What? The first time we hooked up? This woman, who is from Chicago, she and her husband are suing a Catskills resort. For $20 million. $20 million? $20 million. She says her body and mind were scarred after she suffered some 500 bed bug bites while staying at a, at a hotel there last summer. Was she by herself? Did her husband not get bitten? It says that she and her husband never felt the bed bugs bite when sleeping in the 700-room Neville Hotel in Ellenville, New York. She said she noticed the lesions when she got up after their third night there. I was horrified to see all those bites all over my body. I was miserable. My skin felt as if it was on fire, and I wanted to tear it off. She sat in front of, in front of about a dozen photographs during her press conference, including several pictures of her back, chest, arms, and legs, all covered with bloody bites and pustules. Gross. And I've seen these pictures, and they're horrible. Horrible looking. I mean, these aren't just, like... Little red marks. They're like big. It looked like chicken pox almost. Mm -hmm. But it's disgusting and had flaky skin coming off of it and just oh. What, now our our bed so bugs our bed bugs like chicken little like uh, dust mites. Are they like uh, almost microscopic? Are they like fleas? No. For what? some reason, I thought that they were a little bit bigger than that and they're flat. But they have to be small and you'd see them. But there is like this bed bug epidemic happening and it's starting in the Northeast, like in New York City. I know there's been all sorts of cases of uh, landlords having to come in and fumigate entire buildings. Gross. And it's incredibly expensive because bed bugs are very hard to get rid of. 
you have to go in and basically the person's whole furniture is you can't you have to get rid of it all and then they have to vacuum every square inch of the building and then they have to fumigate it what a beating i know it's huh. weird i don't want bed bugs no they're, they're bad news i'm gonna go wash my ever, sheets when i get home i don't know that i've ever experienced bed bugs i don't think i have either you know i I, now, I've uh, woken up with lesions. <laughs> I've, I've had warts before. <laughs> you have? You ever seen the pictures of, like, Grenitalia with STDs? And you see the one with warts? Yeah. Oh, so disgusting. I Google it every day. Same here. Just to show myself how disgusting it is. Does it scare myself into yeah. not then doing I what I want to do? work my body over while looking at it. Just to see if I can actually, just to see if it's so disgusting that I'm not able to finish. Oh. And you always prove yourself wrong. Yeah. I've been impressed with myself so far, what I'm able to overcome. <laughs> what? what? So, yeah, $20 million is what she's suing for. That's probably excessive, but, uh, I mean, not that I, I haven't seen the pictures, but 500 bloody pustules all over your body, that's... It's worth something. A buck a pustule? How much does a good uh, pustule cost? I don't know. I mean, if you were to buy one on eBay, the reserve is probably 10 bucks. They probably go as high as maybe like so what's 10 50 times, or 60. 10 times 500 is, is 5,000, right? Yeah. You think the woman should get $5,000? 10 bucks a pustule? Mm -hmm. Well, plus, like, pain and suffering, so maybe, like... What if it's a nice piece of pustule? If they're, like, high-quality, high-grade pustules, then she probably deserves That's at least 10 That's the most disgusting grand. term ever, pustule. Ugh. So, anyway, she's not doing well. I don't know if it was bed bugs, but there was an uh, uh, out-of-town visitor at our account, uh, at our... Uh, what? At my office. Okay. And, you know, they were staying at a local uh, hotel, and they ended up with some uh, suspicious bites that might have been bed bugs. Really? Mm-hmm. They even switched rooms. I'm telling you, they say that it's, it's growing into a, what is it, an epidemic? Not an epidemic, a scourge? A pandemic? What's a pandemic? I don't know. What's the difference in an epidemic and a pandemic? I have no idea. What's a scourge? What's a plague? A scourge? Yeah. Or a scourge? Scourge, yeah. What's a scourge? I don't know. Scourge is when you hit someone with a whip, right? It's the opposite of discourage. Which means to unhit someone with a whip. Yeah. So there you have it. Now, I've woken up, I've awakened with, awoken? Bite, with bite marks. Like spider bites? No, they matched my roommate. My roommate's teeth. You looked up your roommate's dental records real quick? Yes. And I had his bite marks all over my buttocks. But oddly enough, I, I mean, I went through all that looking up his dental records, matching up with him, and then I remembered that how many times I'd asked him to do it the night before, and I thought, well, I could have yeah. put two and two together. 
All right, uh, and also, cheerleader controversy in South Lake. Have you followed any of that business? No. I love cheerleaders and controversy, so this is right up my alley. You know, South Lake is a, a rich suburb. Yes, very, very much so. And I've seen the cheerleaders on the news because of this controversy. South Lake is the team that, uh, the football team that, when they were in the playoffs, all the kids dyed their hair blonde and they look like Aryan youth. Yes. Well, their cheerleaders look good on this footage I saw. I don't doubt it. Are you attracted to the high school cheerleader? Rich girls, and especially rich cheerleaders, are so just well-groomed and maintained. Uh-huh. They're just like, they're works of art. They need to be preserved where they won't get any older? Yes. Huh. They need to be put in suspended animation for all of Don't us to enjoy. Don't you think that's sad? We, we were talking about aging and death this week. It was a happy edition of the morning show. and uh, That sounded like three guys who weren't really very deep trying to be deep. Yeah. Well, yeah, we're not deep. But isn't it really sad, though, that the hot girl, seeing the hot girl, you know, and then she's 50, but, and her whole identity was always based on her being hot. Yeah. And then it's... You know, it's fleeting, obviously. Yeah, there, there are some... There's kind of some women that age gracefully, and they look good for their age, at, you know, until they pass on. And there are those that cling desperately to their youth, and they just look like cartoons when they start getting older because their face is so stretched and they wear so much makeup. Uh-huh. And then there are those that just give up. You know, they used to be hot, and you can't even... You know, if you saw a picture of them when they were 20... And they're standing in front of you, and they're 50, and they're just 200 pounds, and they just don't make an effort anymore. Uh-huh. It's hard to imagine that that's the same human. You ever seen, like, a picture of a friend's mom when she was young and she was hot? Yeah, it's weird. It is really weird. It's really weird. What were we talking about? Oh, cheerleaders. Cheerleaders in South Lake. In South Lake. So... The controversy is this. They have these tryouts in December, and South Lake's a huge school, right? South Lake Carroll High, I guess it is. Uh-huh. Why isn't it just South Lake High? Why does it have to be South Lake Carroll High? Are they I have no idea. Someone? What is Carroll? I don't know. Okay, Carroll? So, they try out, and only 14 girls pass this audition. Oh, I did hear you guys talk about yeah. this. Yeah, because they, I guess, especially um, more, you know, you, I guess it used to be more college but now it's kind of filtered down to high school that they have these cheerleading competitions that are really intense and it's you know it's a lot of gymnastics and a lot of physical skill yeah so much I, more than when we were in high school right you just had to be hot and look good in a skirt uh-huh but now there's more and more competition going on the and bloomers kind of ride up on one cheek and you get to see them when they mm-hmm. it's wonderful yeah so now it's this huge competition you have to be so elite to be a cheerleader these days, and only 14 girls make it. Well, the other 19 or 20 girls were very upset because they spent 10 years, you know, of uh, private tumbling coaches and, you know, gym coaches, gymnastics coaches, and so they get ticked and say, say the tryouts were unfair, the scoring system was unfair, and so they, it has just been the biggest mess. First they said, well, okay, we'll let them all be cheerleaders. And then the original 14 are mad. And then, okay, okay, well, I'll tell you what we'll do. We'll have new tryouts. Okay, we'll change the scoring and have new tryouts. The original 14, or well, why do we have to try out again? We already made it with a much more difficult tryout. We're going to run the risk of one of us being hurt and not being able to try out, and then we're not going to be a cheerleader, you know, so on and so on. 
Oh my gosh. Oh dear. So you followed some of that, right? Yeah. So well, what was, what's the resolution? The resolution is I think the original 14 are going to get to stay cheerleaders and they're going to have tryouts again for the additional ones. So are they going to be like uh, kind of a JV squad? They're just going to cheer at games but not in competition? Well, that's or? the thing. That was also a solution that was floated out there, that we have a, a competition squad, which is the 14, and then we'll have like a spirit squad, which is the other ones. So then that didn't go over well. Right. Either. Yeah, because the girls that are on the B team don't want to be B teamers. Right. All right, but did you hear about what happened to the Southern Illinois University cheerleader that lost her balance during a routine? Yeah. Stupid about a bitch. Week ago? She looked like a robot doing a cheer on, on the stretcher. Okay, well, that's going to be the kicker. Oh. Um, she died? I'll tell you next on Sports Radio 1310 The Ticket. It's 11 11 on Sports Radio 1310 The Ticket. This is the rant. And we are at Brooks Mays in Arlington. This is uh, the last rant of March, but according to Gordon, it's not the last rant ever. I think we're going to return in April for whatever that's worth. But we are out here until noon today, and we're about uh, 35 minutes away from giving away a Squire guitar worth uh, 200 bucks. And you have to be present to win, so we have probably, uh, I don't know, maybe 10 people registered something like that so you have a really good chance to win if you come out here we're at uh, 157 uh, I guess the Collins exit off of 20 the southwest corner right by the Hobby Lobby so this chick from Southern Illinois University this cheerleader yes she's cheering on Sunday and she's very Asian no she wasn't I didn't notice her being Asian or she her name was Yakamoto or something. Yeah, but I don't remember her being Asian. She looked uh, like she, she she looked like a normal human to me. That was bad timing. That was bad timing. Someone, the rice boat just let hey, off. Okay, right in front of Brooks Mays. <laughs> So this 18-year-old cheerleader, she's on the top of uh, one of those, uh, I don't know what you call it, maybe I, I, well, top I of a human they, pyramid or no, something? No, I, th I think they up. just uh, they did the, the basket toss. They just, right. They threw her up, and they didn't catch her. And uh, she fell backwards. She fell 15 feet, landed on her head. On the hardwood. Yeah, it hushed the, the crowd. It was court. right in the center of the basketball court. Hushed the crowd of 14,000 as the um, paramedics come out there and place her on one of those stabilizing gurneys and immobilize her head. Yeah, she's got, you know, the uh, the foam on either side of her head and her head strapped yeah, in. Yeah, like the birdcage thing, yeah. the, whatever, the halo. And uh, so they got her stabilized, so everyone starts cheering, you know, and they start playing the SIU fight song. And she gives a two-handed thumbs up from the gurney, then moves her arms... And then starts doing the cheer. She starts cheering from the gurney. And yeah, she the, starts doing the uh, the fight song routine with her arms. And it was so Saturday Night Live sketch looking. Yeah, you can totally see Will Ferrell's character doing that. Will Ferrell or that uh, Sherry O'Terry doing yeah. it from the gurney. <laughs> she's being so she's being funny. rolled off the court, and her arms are just going around like crazy. She looks like a robot. She's cheering just as if she was standing up. 
What a weirdo. So what happened to her? Is she okay? Um, sadly, uh, we find out that... Uh, no, I have no idea what happened to her. All I know is she broke her neck. Uh, but I think, I think they said that she was going to be okay. Yeah, it was, well, it was, they say broken neck, and it's always good if you can claim that because it sounds like you went through a lot of trauma. But it turns out that uh, she had just chipped a vertebra and had a concussion. I, but everyone was cheering wildly as she was cheering. Do you, do you have this on GordonKeith.com yet? What? A link, a link to this footage? No, I don't. I, I, found, I Googled it the other day, and I found a link. I think it was some Boston TV station. It was some random TV station, not in that market uh -huh. in Illinois or wherever. Um, but it was like raw footage, like three minutes from the time she got injured to the time she was stretchered off, and uh -huh. it was uh, it was really entertaining to watch. Why was it entertaining? It just it was human drama. So I've always wondered. You know, you have guys who are on these cheerleading squads, and they're all gay. We all know that. Yeah, yeah. They're all gay if you're on course. a cheerleading squad and you're a guy. But if they always put their hand up the girl like a puppet. I don't think they insert their hand anywhere. See, I thought that's how they stabilized them. They held them like a bowling ball or the shocker was used. I think they... How else do they stabilize them up there in the air? I think they hold them like a, a restaurant tray. Really? Yeah, they, they... Well, that's no fun. They place the buttocks on the palm of their hand. Is that right? It's like a, yeah... Like a little shelf. Well, come over here, Michael. Do we have a headset for him? We have Big Gay Michael, former Big Gay Michael, uh, who used to be a cheerleader. Longtime P1. Hello. You used to be a cheerleader where? At um, Texas Tech and before that um, in Lubbock High School. Right. And so you held girls often in this position. Yes. You, and that never turned you on at all, being so close mm -hmm. to the most promised land of areas? Well... You're holding up 120 pounds, 100 pounds, so that's really not what you're thinking about. You're just trying to think about her not falling and... Why? That'd be hot. She'd fall right on her face. <clears throat> yeah, you, it's always better to hold up like the 95-pound girl. Right. So, so it never occurred to you that you were so close to such a great place in America? Yes, it did. It did? Yeah. So the cheerleaders hook up? They do. The the males that happen to go that way do. Are there a lot of gay guys cheerle cheering? There are. So really. So when you when you hook up, do you hook up with girls on your own squad, or like do you go to like camp? Well, he didn't and hook, hook up, up with any. You're straight or gay? Straight. Okay, barely. He's <laughs> a little bit hesitant. At that time, were you straight or gay? I was. Uh, I was straight then. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but do you hook up with girls on your own squad, or do you hook up with girls on other squads when you go to camp yes. or yes. wherever? Yes. You do all Both? that. Yes. Everything? Yes. Did you ever see a cheering injury? All the time. Really? A lot of, I had a lot to me. Did you ever look at your hand? Racked and myself. Got racked dozens of times. You don't wear a cup or anything? No. Huh. Did you ever look at your hand and, Stop it, Dave. and look like maybe you had Stop picked it. up a snail or something? <laughs> That's so gross. <laughs> that There's no one that more happened. into snail trail jokes than you, David. 
the slug trail. You just are fascinated with that imagery. All right, so uh, any of these girls, did your did your finger ever slip or your thumb slip? And if it did, I weird? never noticed it. Sometimes they would say, "Oh, that's a little tight." Huh? That's what I like to hear. I, you know what? I've never had to say that to a girl. <laughs> All right, Michael, any odd tale you can tell us from your days in being a gay cheerleader? Um, you put me on the spot. I can't think anything right now. I'll come up with ten ideas on the Do way Do you have home. any snail trail stories? Stop it. <laughs> Stop with the snail trail stuff. All right, thank you, Michael, for joining us. That's Michael, our P1 former cheerleader, who was flamboyantly gay for a while, but now is married. He was the, he was the uh, first cheerleader to ever come out of the closet at Tech. That's yeah. kind of his legacy. And now he's gone back in the closet with a with the token wife or beard, as we like to call it. <laughs> Did you ever date a cheerleader, David? Or I think I went on when I was in high school. I went on one failed date with a cheerleader. Didn't work out at all. No, Not no. I think I got the the pat on the knee when I dropped her off. I don't think I even got a hug. You know. Come to think of it, I did take a cheerleader to a dance. I think she was a cheerleader. And uh, I went to kiss her goodnight, and she turned her head to the side. She performed that famous Michael Jackson move. <laughs> turned her head to the side, and I kissed her right on the cheek. And she denied that and claimed that she had a different version of events, and maybe I was exaggerating for comedic effect. But, uh, but yeah... Never hooked up with her, and I don't think I did for a couple reasons. I'm sure she was not attracted to me at all. And secondly, I think that I had a serious girlfriend. So why were you on a date with the cheerleader? I don't know. You know, it's because I was a bad guy. Yeah. I was notorious for having a serious girlfriend but dating around at the same time. It's genius. No, it wasn't genius. Matter of fact, that girl still to this day won't talk to me. Uh, What do you need her for? Well, you know... She and I shared, at that time, a large part of our lives together. It was four years we dated. That's history. Yeah, but I have a sense of guilt about it. But now I don't even have a line of communication to apologize to her. So I guess I'll leave it alone. So I guess, like post-high school or post-college, is it kind of like the um, like the failed high school quarterback? You know, they... Like, did cheerleaders still cling to the fact that they were a high school cheerleader, you know, later in life? Are they still, like, bragging about it when they're in their 30s? I think some do. That's, like, still their identity? Yeah. Matter of fact, I knew a 40-year-old woman who once seemed like she always talked about being a cheerleader. That's sad. Yeah, it is. And I think it's true that when when you're out of that... uh, you know, school thing when you're in the real world that a lot of times the the chicks and dudes, not just girls, but the ones that turn out to be the best looking in adulthood weren't necessarily the best looking when they were in high school. I think that's true, David, and I think that's a good point we can all agree with. We can all agree on that. And, uh, you know, I'm here's a controversial opinion for you. Let me bounce it off of you. All right. I don't think... Anything you did with your life before the age of 25 matters. I don't care whether you're a high school cheerleader. I don't care what college you went to. What about it? What about if you were an Olympic athlete? Does that count? No. That 
Carrot Top Kid. Hollow accomplishment. He's a millionaire, and he's a two-sport X Games star. Hollow accomplishment. And he has right. gold medals. That kind of goes against my theory a little bit. All right. All right. I'll, I'll There's an you. exception to every rule. Sure. The exception proves the rule. How? What, it, what do they mean by that? How? I don't know. I have no idea. Huh. But, yeah, all these people who were excited and jumping up and down that they were a high school cheerleader or that, hey, I was the high school quarterback or, hey, I went to... I don't know what's a good school, Brown or Penn. Does that ever matter after the age of 25? I mean, doesn't it matter? That's when your life starts around there, when you've got to make a career, make a name for yourself. What are you doing for the world? What are you giving back? What are you, uh, what are you contributing? Right. There definitely is like a, um, it's more on you when you get past, you know, your mid-20s. Yeah, because before you're you're attaching yourself to other bigger things like, I was a cheerleader, okay? So that gives me some identity, that identity of a cheerleader. Uh, I'm attaching myself to A&M. I'm an Aggie, through and through, right? Well, then after 25, you, you are, it all falls on you. Yeah. Stop trying to attach yourself to bigger things. And there's some of us out there that have not accomplished a damn thing yet. You've done very well for yourself, David. Well, not, not compared to my peers. Who are your peers? What does Manny do? Manny's quite successful. What does he do? Stuff. Do you know what he does? No, he works for Brinker. He's a uh, he's a corporate man. Okay. Do you want to be a corporate man? I am a corporate man. Oh gosh. Um, well, see, you're just as good as Manny then. Yeah. It's not all it's cracked up to be, Gordon. What being a corporate man? Yeah. What about Jeff? Uh. He's an attorney of some kind. I don't know. Okay. Well, there you go. You're better than an attorney. Yeah. Yeah, way better. <laughs> and uh, what about um, the uncomfortably named Joel, who has the odd last name that shan't be spoken here? <laughs> Why not? It's just, I don't know. It makes me uncomfortable. Hmm. It's uncomfortable. And he's going he's gonna to let his kids have yeah, that name. Yeah, it's uncomfortable for his daughters. His last name is Dyke. That's so bad. Having a daughter, the last name of Dyke, you think that'll ever be brought up at the schoolyard? Oh, yeah. He knows <laughs> He knows what they're in store for. What's Joel doing now? He's, 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 he's doing mortgaging? The, yeah, he's doing the mortgage business. All right. So see, your friends aren't so successful. You're better than they're, them. They're all successful in their own way. Yes, but, but, they're you, not, but they're not comparing themselves to everybody else like you are. I wish I was a high school cheerleader. Oh, no, David... Wish I had something to grasp onto. Are, uh, do you know anybody who is real proud of their college? I don't know. No, I don't know any Chris Chris's that still wear their college ball cap around. Yeah, their their tech ball cap that has the the really creased. Yeah, and the frayed uh, edges. And frayed edges, and it's real dirty. Yeah, and it, you know it's oh. always been in their back pocket. Oh, like that kind of, except with a school on it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dang Chris Chris's. They're everywhere, and I guarantee you, tonight, today on Greenville Avenue, there are going to be so many Chris Chris's. Oh, out. it's going to be wall-to-wall Chris Chris's. Wearing their, uh, wearing their flip-flops, maybe, you know, out yeah, there in their wearing shorts. Their, their flip-flops with their chinos and then, like, a, a striped shirt with just a couple buttons buttoned and the sleeves unbuttoned. Uh-huh, with their creased college cap. Yeah. 
But man, I've been wearing this thing for seven years. Ain't giving up on it now. Had a lot of good luck in this one. Drinking their Stella or whatever. What do you, what do you think they'll be drinking today? Uh, I don't know if they're going to have Stella on tap. They'll probably probably drinking Amstel. Uh-huh. Ah, oh, Chris Chris. He's the curse of all of us. And every Chris Chris doesn't know he's a Chris Chris. Every Chris Chris loves to point out other Chris Chrises. Yeah. And talk about how much better they are than that person. Not realizing that they're the same person. Sickening. Sickening. All right, it's 1127 on Sports Radio 1310, the ticket. Coming up next, stealing girls' legs. What? College B-Ball. Ticket style. Show up at the village and you can win a trip to the Final Four. Keyword, Cookie Palace at theticket.com. Brought to you by CompUSA and Sports Radio 1310, The Ticket. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's uh, 1135 on Sports Radio 1310, The Ticket. You're listening to The Rant with Dave Lane and Gordon Keith. We're at Brooke Mays in Arlington at I-20 and Cooper. We're going to be here until noon today. We're only 10 minutes away from our big drawing for a free electric guitar. Everyone uh, gathered because they know they must be present to the win. The next Hendrix might win that guitar. That's right, and the rant will get credit for him, his start. Um, now, Dave, you're having some problems over here. You're pitting. Yeah, I'm, I, get, I get the rant sweats. The rant so, sweats. So I'm pitting. But then I, my deodorant isn't working because it's all on my shirt. See, and I hate, that's why you need to put the shirt on and then you put your deodorant on. Yeah. Otherwise, you'll get the, uh, the deodorant striations on your shirt, the little smears. I hate that. I know it. Don't you hate being a human? I do. Just everything's a beating. Everything that you have to do is a beating. Wouldn't it be great if you could just walk out of your house nude? Yeah, I wouldn't want that. How much do you think that would cut down on the sex drive of America if everyone was nude? I think it would go up. I don't think so. I mean, you would be... Dis I think everyone would be so disgusted. You would be disgusted a good deal of the day, but there would be those appetizing moments that... The high school cheerleader moments? Yeah, yeah. But the thing is... Oh, jeez. First of all, there would be a lot of good-looking girls that you would normally go crazy for in clothes. They would not be attractive out of clothes because you'd see their fried egg chest and... Well, and if they never wore clothes, they would never uh, support their bosom. That's right. And they would they'd and turn their into saggers. Yeah, their bosom would go down. So that's what I'm saying. I think that ultimately, at first, yes, you would see a spike in gregsual activity. But after we got used to it and things weren't always so hidden and tantalizing, then I think that you would... You would see a decrease in it. What a beating it would be, though, just like in this situation, we're sitting here and just having to deal with your baloney, like not having any kind of holster for it. Yeah, I know. I would probably just kind of spiral mine down the leg of this chair. That way I keep, it, keep out it out of the way. Place. Yeah. Yeah. Just kind of keep from stepping on it. Keep me from being underfoot. Yeah, so what percentage of women in the world would... Of hot, hot women in the world, how much would that percentage shrink if everyone was nude? Are they still, like, wearing makeup and doing their hair and stuff? Or are we yeah, they can totally still do that. Natural? No, 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 they can still do that. They can still tan and work out. Uh-huh. Uh, 
But you do admit the percentage would go down. It, it, it would go down, but I don't think it would go down significantly. I mean, there are definitely some girls that look better in clothes than out of clothes, but it's you know there'd still be plenty of hot girls out there. I bet you most girls look better in clothes than out of clothes. Probably. But God, just think about all the just trolls that you would have to see. Oh gosh. So many trolly troll trolls and just seeing old people naked and Ugh. the hell that happens to the human body down there. And people that have no concept of grooming. Uh uh. Like this guy coming in here. Anyway, well that, is that what we were supposed to be talking about? I don't know. I don't think so. Check the run sheet. Okay. No, I want to talk about stealing teenage girls' legs. Okay. You ever done it? No. I've tried to prime apart. In an attempt to dislodge them? Right. Yeah, just trying to wiggle them loose, yeah. Did you hear the story of the girl in California, a 16-year-old girl... She got in this horrible car, car accident like a year ago, two years ago. And she lost her legs? And her right leg was amputated below the knee. So she was fitted with a cosmetic leg. So she had that leg. Well, someone stole that leg. Why? They cut a hole in the window screen of her house and stole this leg. It was, was a $12,000 leg. Oh, so they're going to sell on the But black I don't market. think there's a... I don't know that... Are blacks into prosthetics, too? No, I mean, like, underground, selling it underground. Yeah, but if you live underground, then what do you need legs for? It's not like you're running around a whole bunch. Yeah, you're, you're just burrowing. Just crawling. So, yeah, it's a $12,000 leg. Plus, I think these things are made specific. They're custom jobs. You can't just put them on somebody else, can you? Well, probably you could get it refitted. So they steal her $12,000 cosmetic leg. So then it becomes a huge public outcry. Her doctor and two companies donated money for a new $16,000 sports leg. Those are the crazy ones that look, look like, like a ski. Yeah, look like skis. Like and a bent ski. Yeah. They, they look like uh, one of those Imperial walkers from Star Wars. Yeah. Just <laughs> so weird. <laughs> you have to walk like that, too, and move real bird-like. And... <laughs> so they always put a little tennis shoe at the bottom, make it look somewhat human. Yeah, What's the it point doesn't of that? look human at all, no. So she gets this sports leg, which she uses to play softball. She plays softball on her high school team. She takes it off and holds it she over her shoulder. She bat with it. No, oh. she uses it as a leg. So she gets that one. Well, then that leg was also stolen. Gosh. <laughs> they steal that leg from her house, but then shortly thereafter, they toss it back into her family's backyard. It wasn't good enough? I don't know. They just... You go out and floating in the pool is a fake leg. It's weird looking. But then on Valentine's Day, somebody breaks in to a window again and steals both of the legs. So she had her first leg stolen, her second leg stolen and returned. And then they were, I think they returned the first leg too. Somebody returned that one. So she could coordinate her leg with her outfit? I guess. And then someone breaks in and steals both legs. She needs to move out of that neighborhood. Now, she was scheduled to pick up another new leg this past Friday. 
Which why the community, she, why is the she community had rallied these legs? The community had rallied again to buy her another leg, a third leg, which some of us are born with, but she uh, has to count on the community to provide. And so she was scheduled to pick up this new leg. Well, her mom is in the high school parking lot, parks her car, leaves it unlocked. When she comes back out, both of the stolen legs were put back into her mom's car, but had graffiti written on them. So this is obviously a prank. This yeah, is a pretty sick, weird prank. Somebody is targeting this poor girl and tracking her. Well, my, I, I immediately think it, the girl's behind it. She has as many legs as other women have shoes now. So I think she's just gathering different forms of legs. Oh, I want a, a black leg this time. Ooh, I need a nice Puerto Rican leg. What? Oh, I want a monkey claw. Wouldn't it be weird if she walked around with a monkey claw, like a gargoyle foot? So you just hear a regular step, and then you hear the, the clicking of the nails on the hardwoods. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine if you're hiding up under the couch, and you see her approaching with the nails clicking, and the middle one's like a velociraptor toe that just taps. taps. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I'm glad she's been reunited with her legs. Yeah, so now she has all these legs. So how does she... I don't know. I don't know. It's weird. That would suck, though, losing a leg when you're a teenager. I'd much rather lose one when I'm uh, 22, 25. Well, someone there. When I you're mean, in prime. If, yeah, well, if you lose it when you're a teenager, it doesn't matter because nothing matters before you're 25. That's right. So you grow one back. Yeah. It's like a lizard's tail. You know what? Think this guy has grooming issues? You know what really disturbed me? Right, there. right over there. You, you got two minutes. Boy, he showed up just in time. Yeah. He's the next Hendrix for sure. <laughs> Don't count on it. Obviously, save time showering. <laughs> yeah, you had to get here in a hurry, so couldn't <laughs> afford to shower. <laughs> All right. Coming up next. No, oh, I, you know what I want to talk about? Yes. I don't know. What do you have next? Nothing. I've done the uh, surviving on... I want to talk burn. about the flesh-eating virus next. Oh, okay. I heard that story this week, and that really frightened me. Creeped you out, didn't yes. it? All right. The amazing tale of Dave's flesh-eating virus. No, not mine. Sports Radio 1310, The Ticket. We go through sports like crap through a goose. Wow. I drank in Greece, but I never would get drunk. Oh, my gosh. Eleven fifty on Sports Radio 1310, The Ticket. You're listening. Is the bowl back gotten worse or something? Oh. Uh, it's 11.50 Sports Radio 13.10. The ticket. You're listening to The Rant, broadcasting live from the Brook Maze at Cooper, right? Not Collins. Cooper. Not Collins. Cooper. 157. And I-20. So, Brook Maze, of course, stays open the rest of the day. And if you need a guitar, a trombone, a piano, a set of drums, a keyboard, a PA system, they've got every single bit of it right here. Looks like they sold that piano I was looking at last time here. It's just kind of a... Institution Yamaha. Yamaha, yeah, with just a plain oak cabinet. 
but it kind of was missiony looking, which I kind of like that. But they sold it. You know, you can spend a lot of money on a pianer. Imagine you can. Do you know pianers get up to like ninety thousand bucks for like a grand? Uh huh. Well, I mean that's more than a grand. That's ninety yeah, grand. Yeah, that's like ninety grand. Yeah. So uh, yeah. Wait, you want to know how much I ended up spending on mine to get it restored? And I have no idea. I liked the guy who did it, so I just trusted him. Five hundred bucks? Like seven hundred and fifty bucks. And that was paying to move it twice, tune it three times, and repin. Why'd you have to tune to it three times? Because the tune tuning doesn't take. You have to retune it. Well, the thing had not been tuned in twenty years. So okay. it goes out of tune quickly. No, no, I'm sorry, longer than that. Twenty six years. It was tuned in nineteen eighty last time. You're supposed to if you really want to do it right, you're supposed to get them tuned every year. No one ever does that. Right. But I also don't think any families were as idiotic as mine and went 26 years. So it had been 26 years since this thing had been tuned. So it probably needs to be tuned like 23 more times. He had to move it. Well, I don't know that exactly equates like that. What's that? All of a sudden, the audio quality's gone to crap. Are you on the air? Yeah. Huh. I don't know. I have no idea. Can you hear us? Yeah, it sounds like somebody's just farting all the time. That's David. <laughs> that's, that's a good uh, audio diagnosis. Yeah. Very technical. That's the best I can do. That's Something wrong important. with the audio. It sounds like somebody's farting all the time. <laughs> Sound very classy. Sound like the broadcast school you went to <laughs> trained you well. <laughs> all right, can you still hear us? Yeah, but it's just like it's rippling in and out. Well, let's just fight through it for seven minutes. How about that? Sounds great. I don't know if we can. Is it bad enough to that you it, cannot fight through it for seven minutes? Well, it's annoying. I can make out what you say, but I blame Kevin's cell phone. Well, should we just play a bit? No, we'll be fine. All right. Just Maybe. stop farting. Once again, it's not the classiest <laughs> of broadcasting that you're doing. So I don't even know what we're talking about. We were going to talk about the uh, flesh-eating yeah, bacteria. Yeah, let's talk about flesh-eating bacteria. Oh, by the way, you know, uh, Michael was nice enough to bring you a copy of the... Oh, uh, the gay cheerleader, yeah. Michael? Yeah. He was nice enough to bring you a copy of the Arctic Monkeys CD today. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, they're my pick-to-click at South by Southwest. I know that's a very trendy choice, but I'm excited to try and see them. I'm probably not going to be able to get in to see them. But they're on Saturday Night Live tonight. So anybody wants to check out their scene... Did you watch last weekend, hosted by Natalie Portman? Yeah. The beautiful Natalie Portman. She's pretty hot, even though she's got hardly any hair up top now. I've got it uh, on the uh, the TiVo, but I haven't listened to it yet. Speaking of, wasn't it, it was here we were talking about the TiVo last time. Yeah. That's how, how, we, that's how we got into the Lebanese talk, because we were talking about TiVo, and he came in to set us straight. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, we're in full-scale war with Lebanon. So, bacteria talk. Yeah. Flesh-eating bacteria. I shared the story this week on the Morning Musers. This woman working in a nursing home. I forget where it was. North Carolina, South Carolina. I don't know where she was. Doesn't matter. So she's helping some oldie with their wheelchair and gets her finger jammed in the wheelchair. So she's like, ah, man, I jammed my finger pretty bad. Well, by the next day, it had swollen up very bad. Does she have, like, an open cut? On her finger or anything? I don't know. You know, I'm thinking that it broke the skin a little bit when she got it jammed in the wheels or something. So her finger swells up, 
her thumb swells up. She goes to the doctor. They give her painkillers. Say, uh, you, you know, you must have jammed it then. Uh, here's some painkillers and keep ice on it, whatever. The next day, uh, she still is in a lot of pain. And now her arm's in pain as well. By the third day, her arm had swollen up to twice its normal size. And her arm was leaking at the elbow and at the wrist. Yeesh. Like lesions, open source. I don't know. It was so swollen up with juice that it had to find relief. So it was weeping. Her we- arm weeping juice. is such yeah. a disgusting word. <laughs> no. Her arm juice is weeping out of her wrist and her elbow. By this time, they diagnose her with um, flesh-eating bacteria. From the wheelchair, did they locate that as the source? They don't know how she got it. They say that that, that flesh-eating the bacteria, old they don't know... I don't know. From the nursing home? Yeah, I guess. That's why I never set foot in those places. I don't want to get there. Really? I don't because there's old people in there. Well, yeah, so there's two reasons. Old people and flesh-eating bacteria. So the the arm is swollen up twice its normal size, and it is now weeping arm juice. So the doctors diagnose her with the flesh-eating bacteria. They say, look, we've not only got to take off your hand, but your arm up to the shoulder... We've got to scoop out and take off, take out muscle from your uh, breast area on down the side of your body. We've got to scoop all that out on down to your hip. Anywhere that the arm might have touched? Or just, I don't know, I guess the bacteria may have spread that far down her body. So they had an ice cream scoop and they just were laying her on her side? Oh, I think they had a, a, a cheese uh, thing and they were just scraping it off, just shaving off. Layer after layer of skin, like a wood lathe. Man, that's cold. And uh, so they scrape all that out of her, and then she dies. Did she die on the table? I don't know. Or did she, like, did they scoop all that flesh out of her, and then she wakes up in the recovery room, and she dies, like, later that day. So she gets to look at... Look at her scoop body? Her scoop body, yeah. Gosh, I hope not. I'd rather just die on the table. If you had to have half your body scooped out... Now, how, how many cases of flesh-eating bacteria do they have a year? It's very, very rare. They say it's, you're more likely to die by shark attack on land. Huh, that's pretty rare. <laughs> or something like that. I can't remember what they said. When has that ever happened? I don't know. It's pretty rare, though. I guess you might be, oh, you I... might be driving behind like a, a truck that's transporting a great white, and you run into the back of it, and it slides out. It out like a busted aquarium? Yeah, chomps your head. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. It was something like that, though. It was very, very rare. It was like uh, your chances of having a shark strike you by lightning or something like that. So You're you're mixing metaphors, but... Yeah, but it creeps me out to think that there's flesh-eating bacteria around us, and we could get it at any moment. Just don't go to nursing homes. And they can't do anything about it. It doesn't respond to any drugs. It doesn't respond to reason. Um, nothing. You can't talk it out of it's what it's going to do. Very cold-hearted. Very resistant to any form of uh, therapy. Did or... they try flattery? No. No, they should have done. Tried kindness. Kill it with kindness? Give it Sex? everything it needs, everything it wants. Make it comfortable. And then maybe that would kill it. Maybe they could have taken, like, um, like several homeless and put them, out it, put them out as bait to, like, leap from her hand to the homeless. Have this whole body instead of just the hand. 
That certainly sounds like a Christian solution, David. I'm sure Jesus is real proud of you. Upstairs is the in the most his, callous response. Up in heaven in his study, he's just shaking his head. <laughs> Reaches <laughs> over and turns off his radio shack, <laughs> Tandy radio. Folds up his reading glasses. All right, so that's the last rant. No, we're coming back in April. Nope.